I'm Beth Bruno, and you're listening to the Fierce and Lovely Podcast. This is a podcast for women who wonder how strength and weakness coexist, or how to bless both bravery and tenderness. For those longing to bring the fullness of their glory to the world without a chip on their shoulder. For those who have embraced a global sisterhood and left small storied lives behind, this is for you. The fierce and lovely women seeking the both and of a big storied life. Join me as I chat with fierce and lovely women around the world. On today's episode, I talk with Noel Garcia, founder and CEO of Silks Global, a company empowering women of all ages through synthetic silk tie-ins. In less than a year, Noel has grown to 80 affiliates and worked with Facebook, iHeartMedia, Under Armour, and more. And all of this from the heartache of her own story with prescription drug addiction. Well, before we go to my conversation with Noelle, I wanted to share with you my lost story of the week. I have just been reading Empress of the East by Leslie Pierce about 16th century Ottoman Empire politics. So in that time period, the Sultan would take concubines from the harem to bear sons that would secure the dynasty. Once the concubine had conceived a son, she would never return to the sultan's room again, but spend her entire life devoted to raising this potential future sultan. Well, Roxelina was captured from the area of Ukraine and became a slave in the harem, which was so typical that they would capture Christian girls and bring them into the harem. So Roxelina learned Turkish. She learned Islam. She learned what was to be expected of her. And then the fact that Roxelina became the one and only woman, and then she was made free by, Mar- by the sultan marrying her and making her queen, broke all the rules. She was given the name Harem, the laughing one, and later called Hasiki, the favorite. And here is what I love. Beside being an Ottoman 16th century love story, which is so cool in and of itself, Harem became a philanthropist well before it was common, and she built large complexes that included a mosque, boarding school, primary neighborhood school, hospital, soup kitchen, and hostel, and the one that she built and commissioned in Istanbul is still standing. She also commissioned the Turkish bath right across from the famous Hagia Sophia, the one filmed in The Amazing Race a few years ago. And here's the kicker. I was just there this summer eating at a restaurant connected to that very Turkish bath. And I never knew that it was Hasiki, Harem, Roxalina that commissioned it. Again, another example of a woman who has left her fingerprints all over a city that we explore and we know and we never see her imprint. We never see the way in which she shaped that city's future. So in light of the entrepreneurial spirit of my guest today, I thought that Hasiki was an appropriate lost story. 
Before I bring on Noelle, I just wanted to share a few things. I am releasing a fierce and lovely travel guide once a month this year, focused on exploring the feminine story in specific cities like Istanbul. So if you were to visit one of these cities, how might you tour through the eyes of lost women who have shaped that place's story? If you would like to receive one of these guides each month for free, you need to sign up for my newsletter. And you can find that on my Facebook page, Beth Hillary Bruno, or on my website, bethbruno.org. And if you do so, you will receive one of those in your inbox for free each month this year. I'm so excited to get to work on those. Well, without further ado, here is my conversation with Noelle Garcia. Hi, Noelle. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Beth. Thank you so much for having me. I'm just so excited to have you on the show today and for you to share a little bit about what you've been doing. It's just, it's been so fun for me to learn about it. So I can't wait for you to to share all of that with my audience, with my listeners. Um, I've already shared a little bit about who you are, but I wondered if you could tell us a little bit more of just the personal day-to-day. What what fills your time? Who are you? Who is Noelle? So I am, let's see, I'm 33 years old. My name is Noelle Garcia, and I am the mother of two little girls. Um, They're four and seven, and I'm also married. My husband is a firefighter here in town, and I'm what you could say, like half stay-at-home mom, half um, entrepreneur. So when I'm not out kind of trying to build my business, I'm home with my girls. Well, I, I love that. That's why it's, yeah, I just cannot wait to hear more about all of that. Cause I, and I honestly think that's the role that so many women today have where they are just juggling uh, business, whether it's on their own, their own business, or whether they're um, working for someone else, but oftentimes from home or remotely picking up kids, getting on a conference call, right? Like yep. that's just such the common story today. Absolutely. And I know that it's often challenging for moms to wear so many hats, but I also think that it's thrilling. Mm-hmm. Would you say that it's it's a life well lived? Absolutely, right now? definitely, and just. You know, the entrepreneur piece, just being able to show my girls that, hey, I can be home with you and I can also have these aspirations and be seeking these dreams um, of mine too is just exciting and fun for them to see. Oh, it's so important that they have a model for what that looks like, right? What? Yeah. How, can a, how can girls imagine something that they never see? Absolutely. Yep. I, I love that, Noelle. Well, Okay. Let's let's talk about your entrepreneurial stuff, your business. Tell us a little bit about what that is, and then we'll kind of go from there. Yeah. So I founded a company. We are actually only 10 months old, and it's called Silks Global. And this company was, was kind of founded by mistake, really. Um, I myself wanted to do something that was fun, that was creative, that would make other women feel beautiful, and that would kind of connect me to um, other women because I was a stay-at-home mom at the time, um, which I, you know, like I was telling you earlier, I still am, but I wasn't getting out of the house much and I wasn't getting ready for anything. I mean, I just kind of was, you know, home doing the dishes thing and 
the cleaning thing and the kid thing. And I, I missed that connection with other women. So I founded this company. Um, what we do is we tie hair sparkles um, into uh, people's hair. And it's kind of become this like side hustle, this business um, where I get asked to do a lot of parties, a lot of events, and I take my um, my silks kit out and I basically just um, put these in women's hair. So that um, started small and I quickly realized that I was able to, not only was I connecting with other women, but it was really helping us out income-wise. Um, we were a single-income family on a firefighter's budget, so <laughs> it was right. making a huge difference for us. And I thought, you know, I need to teach other women how to do this. So um, the business of Sil- the Silks Affiliate Program was born, and in the past 10 months, we are up to 70-plus women doing silks in their own town or in their own state. And we also are signing luxury salons to um, use our product. So yeah. So Noelle, let's back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, either I want to hear, I want you to share a little bit about how this even dawned on you. Like, yeah, because how does this even become something that you think I could make a business out of that? So a little right. bit about that portion of the story and then mm-hmm. go even further back to kind of what was going on in your life that led you to the point of not leaving the house very much and needing to interact with more women. And um, yeah. so two Definitely. questions there. So this, um, at the time that I started this business, this is, gosh, this is recently, like we're talking a year ago. Um, I was at a very, probably the hardest um, point in my life. And I had just come out of a really, really difficult lifestyle. Um, And I was wanting to make a change. And I was looking to, to connect with others. So that is where the business was born. Um, And I just, I knew that I needed to learn how to talk to people again because, and I'll go into this, you know, in in more detail, but I did not know how to talk to people sober at the time. And this, you know, all goes back to my story prior to me starting the business, but I, I needed to learn how to talk to people sober because I was coming off of, um, a really bad addiction to prescription medication. And it was very scary for me to even sit down and have a conversation with women at the time. So um, I kind of put my brave girl pants on one day and just said, you know what, Noelle, you and I I think I talked to myself in the process and just said, (laughs) you can do this. Um, you've learned this beautiful craft of tying this beautiful silk into people's hair. Um, and women love this and don't be scared, go out there and share this with, you know, your friends and family. So that's, does that answer your question? (laughs) So how, how, how are you introduced though to, to this hair, hair silks? So there is a product out there called hair tinsel and, um, 
it's been around for years, years and years, and hair tinsel is great. So I had a, a friend of mine teach me how to tie hair tinsel into the hair, and I, you know, all was going well with that. But what I realized is that hair tinsel melts at 450 degrees. So I knew um, after about two weeks of tying this hair tinsel into people's hair, I actually had a girl come to me and and say, oh my gosh, Noelle, you ruined my hair extensions. Um, This product that, you know, it claims to be heat resistant online and it all does, all of the hair tinsel does, it actually melts at 400 degrees. And what ended up happening was I ruined this girl's hair extensions she came over, she had just spent $800 on these. And I just felt awful. Thankfully, Mm. she was really understanding. um, And I, I comped those $800 extensions. Um, I thought, you know, it was the end of the world for my little business at the time. But it actually forced me to go out there and find a manufacturer who now makes my product with a heat guarantee of up to 450 degrees. Um, so the it was a blessing in disguise that mm. that happened because that's now what sets my product apart from everything else out there is that we um, offer a heat resistance guarantee. We also developed our own way of tying them onto your hair so they won't fall out until your hair strand falls out. So mm. yeah, that's that's how I got started and that's kind of how it all came together was from that one mistake that um, just led us to bigger and greater things. I think that's so often the story, though, of great businesses, right? That that starts with a failure that forces you to learn and grow, Mm -hmm. figure it out, figure out how to make it even better. Yeah. Um, So thankfully, that happened quickly, right? Early (laughs) on, (laughs) even though that was probably all of your capital at the time. It was I, I it was everything I had and more. <laughs> oh. But it so worked Noelle, out. Noelle, mm-hmm. do you mind sharing a little bit more about what what that meant for you to be um addicted to prescription drugs? Yeah. What what that whole journey was like for you and why why it was so such a challenge then to start having just normal conversations with women sober. Yeah. So, um, you know, my journey with addiction started very innocently and when I was really young. Um, I was 21 years old and I was working an office job. Um, Looking back, I see that it wasn't my thing. Like I was working in a dark little office with no windows. I didn't even like what I was doing. I was just trying to earn a paycheck. So... Um, at the time though, it was really frustrating because I kept feeling like I couldn't focus like, gosh, what's wrong with me? I can't remember enough or I'm not focusing enough or I'm so distracted. And I went to a doctor, um, was explaining my problem and he gave me a a quiz, like a, a question and answer, you know, test. And, by the end of that meeting, I walked away with a prescription for something that was supposed to help me, you know, focus. And it did. It helped me for a long time. Um, but it also created this new anxiety in me um, that I had never had before and kind of a depression at the end of the day. So what I found um, myself 
doing is over about a 10-year progression, um, I started with one prescription and two years later, I'd be back in the doctor, you know, man, I'm just really depressed. I have this crazy anxiety attacks and that led to another prescription, which led to another. And pretty soon it was like we were prescribing things to solve the problem of the first prescription. And I was, I mean, by the end of those, gosh, eight, nine, and even into the 10th year, I was an absolute mess. Um, I couldn't function without medication. Uh, Uppers and downers were my thing. I had to get up in the in the beginning of the day to start my day with these um, uppers, and then I had to come down at the end of the day with anything, you know, just to be able to sleep. So it was something that I was able to hide really well um, for the first, gosh, like eight years. Um, I didn't think that I had a problem. You know, this is stuff that I got from a doctor. So that was my my kind of go-to statement. And um, slowly I I found that my family and friends were noticing, hey, like what's going on with you? You're not the same Noel that we used to know. Um, and in 2017, I finally threw my hands up in the air after realizing, you know, I did not remember my 2016 and I'll never forget that day. I just, I actually walked to my mom's house um, about a mile down the road. And I just told her, mom, I, I can't do this anymore. I need mm-hmm. help. So I entered treatment for this crazy, nasty yeah. addiction. And I was on oxygen for a week. You know, it was just, gosh, it was such a shock, just like a reality shock. Um, but it started my recovery process. And a few months later, um, I was out of treatment. And I promised myself, you know, Noel, like, now that you're out of this, like, you're going to do something great. And you are going to connect with other women. And it is going to scare you, but you are going to do this. Um, mm-hmm. And I just kind of moved forward um, prayerfully with a lot of encouragement from my family and friends. So, wow. Well, Noelle, I imagine that that was a lonely experience to even come to that realization because you don't fall into that kind of outward, visible addiction, addictive um, category, right? No, probably didn't feel like you could relate to the stereotypical Mm -hmm. substance abuser. Yep. Yeah, so I'm sure that was hard and lonely. It was really lonely. Um, I mean, on the outside, like I don't look like I would be. I didn't look strung out. I guess is the, is the easiest way to put it. Um, but you know, I learned that addiction comes in in all different shapes and sizes and colors. And I mean, there are so many of us struggling silently in the you know, that nobody would expect, you know, that we're even going through this. So my eyes were open and I definitely felt good to know that I was not alone and that, you know, no matter what the struggle, there are others out there, you know, who can relate and who are there to surround you in in this time of need and just help you through it. 
So my justice gland is is just flaring at the doctor, I, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it was one doctor throughout this entire course of time, yeah. but I just feel like, what in the world? Yeah. And, and are we holding that person accountable at all? <laughs> yeah. You know, and I actually went back to my same doctor. I had had the same doctor. I never... There's a thing called doctor shopping where you can hop around and get as many prescriptions as possible. Um, I was never like that. I was actually had one doctor um, and I was just maxed out. Um, I mean, I, I never really blamed him for it because I chose to take it. And my tolerance levels just went up and up and up over those 10 years. So what worked for me at one point didn't work for me two years later. I needed more and more and more. Um, but he was actually really, really surprised to know that I that I went to rehab. And I actually went to him and told him, you know, as part of my healing journey, I need you to know what these drugs did to my life. And I need you to put on my file that I'm not to be prescribed Um any of this medication, um, because I want that accountability. And I want to know that no matter how bad I might want this in the future, because let me tell you, after being on these things for 10 years, it's, it's hard to go back to nothing at first. Um, I said, please like make a note that I cannot be, you know, on this stuff. And wow, he was really shocked. Um, but I, I'm glad that he has that knowledge now. And I hope that, you know, for anybody listening, um, don't give your kids anything lightly. Um, really look into like the side effects and what that can lead to. Um, I was in rehab and I had girls tell me that they had done meth and they had done my drug of choice, um, which was prescribed. And, that my drug of choice was better than meth um, or coke. Oh my gosh! And um, you know that that says a lot. So yes, it does. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure you can relate to the the conversation now happening nationally about the opioid crisis epidemic. Yes, yes absolutely. Um, I've lost friends to the epidemic and people that I was just in rehab with two years ago. So, I mean, it's just, it's everywhere. And um, I'm so glad that it's getting the attention that it deserves because, you know, it's, it's not a joke. So. Well, thank you for being open and vulnerable about that and sharing your story publicly. I think that's part of the problem of why it's an epidemic because it's been hidden and silent Mm -hmm. and, and not visible. Um, Yeah. So thank you, Noelle. You're welcome. Absolutely. I mean, I, I feel like if it, if it helps one person from not going down that road, um, and I want to say there are so many other options now, now that I'm free of this medication. And I mean, I, I'm not on anything. I don't take anything. I hardly take ibuprofen. And just the, the peace that I feel, the focus that I have, I mean, there are just so many other ways to get that other than you know, just being given a drug. So, well, you, you just decided, I mean, it's, it's beautiful. You kind of did a cold Turkey decision. And like you said that this is recent, I mean, a year ago and your business is only 10 months. And so 
let's go back to that. I mean, first of all, this says so much about who you are (laughs) as a woman of uh, vision and determination that you decided, I'm just going to bring beauty into this world with my life, through my life. Um, At what point, so you start, you start doing silks yourself and kind of doing pop-up business and various stores and and festivals and things. At what point along the road do you decide I need to expand this? Like more women need yeah. to have this opportunity. Yeah. So um, definitely in the beginning, people didn't know that um, I was very new to just having these sober conversations. I mean, they had no idea. Um, but I would come home and I just felt this joy in my heart. You know, my husband, he noticed it first and he just said, man, Noel, you are a different person. You are laughing. You are smiling. This is the old Noel that I used to know. Um, and what I found is that as scary as it was to talk to other women, I was coming home with this, just this feeling of abundance as far as the connection that was back in my life, you know, from meeting these incredible people as I was tying in this silk and kind of hearing their day to day and what they do. And I was getting invited to, to a lot of things, you know, very quickly, just because, um, you put yourself out there and, you know, you learn that you're not the only one who wants to connect. So when I started, um, realizing that not only was I connecting with other women, but I was making quite a bit of money. Um, I was averaging about $150 an hour at this point, um, doing these parties and events. And not only that, but I was able to be home with my kids most of the time. That's when I knew, you know, I can't be the only one out there who wants to connect with other women, make money and make other women feel beautiful. Uh, but also who needs that flexibility to be home with their kids? Um, Mm -hmm. so that's when the vision of the silks affiliate program was born. And I connected with a woman here in town who is, um, an entrepreneur herself. And I basically reached out to this woman and just said, Hey, I am new to the game of entrepreneurship. I don't know what I'm doing here. But I have this thought that I could create something really, really cool for other women to be a part of. Would you please sit down and have coffee with me for 30 minutes? And can I can I just get your advice on how to kind of get the ball rolling? So brilliant move. Um, brilliant. What, <laughs> so she um she sat down with me a month later and She listened. And by the end of this conversation, she was so excited that she said, Noelle, not only will I give you my advice, but I want in on this. I will do, you know, your help you with your website. I'll help you with all of the things that you don't know how to do because I see the vision behind it and I want a piece of this, basically. So we combined our gifts and she is so good at so many things that I am just not good at or don't have the knowledge to do like all of the back end um, logistics with like building a website. And um, she's a branding expert. So she came up with our logo. I'm really good at 
well now, and this is amazing that I'm even saying this, but I'm really good at connecting with other women. I love the connection. I love getting out there and like hustling behind the scenes. That's kind of my thing. So we combined our talents together and the, the whole business was born and, um, we launched March 1st of 2018 and that month we had 10 women sign up, um, to become affiliates. So it just, it just totally took off. I, I love that partnership and the balancing of her gifts and your gifts. Um, tell us a little bit about these affiliates. Cause I know, I know some are really young and they're mm-hmm. all over the country. So how, yeah. how are they finding you? And tell us a little bit about kind of what it's in empowering some of the, the various yeah. women to do. Well, the beauty of our affiliate program is that anybody can do silks as long as they have good eyesight, can see about 10 inches in front of them, and have good finger dexterity. So you do not have to have your hair license to tie in um, silks. So that really opened up the doors for all women to be able to do this. Um, Our affiliates, man, they are so diverse. Um, We have such a wide range of just different types of women doing this. So my youngest girl doing this is actually 12. Her name is McCall, and she is killing it. Um, Gosh, that girl, she's doing it for dance competitions and all of her like school events. And then I have women who are in the hair industry who are already styling or they're doing, you know, the lash artistry or makeup artist, um, artistry, I guess you could say. And they're using silks as an add-on to supplement, like to make more money. Mm -hmm. So, um, I have women who are retired who are doing this. I mean, the reasons women are doing this just vary, but the constant that I keep hearing is they love the connection and they love the fact that you can hustle and you can, you can make as much as you're willing to work for. So, um, it just opens doors for a lot of women who don't want to just make a set amount per hour. Right. Right. Yeah. And you've really made it so accessible with your business in a box concept, right? Where they're, they have that initial investment of the mm-hmm. of the business per se and then yeah. earn like tell us a little bit about how that works. Yeah. So what what we do is we ship women a business in a box. So when I started this, that was the deal. I said, you know what? I don't want these women to have to go anywhere. I want them to receive everything that they need, like their own business in a box to start making money the next day. So they invest um, in our program, and on that initial investment, they are going to be making a thousand percent margins. So, on a display like a silks display, it has about twelve hundred different um, silk strands. They're going to be making about seven thousand dollars on that silks display um, when they sell these at four dollars a strand. So. So it's really, I mean, we're not talking about like a little, you know, side hustle, hey, make, you know, $100 a week. Like my my girls are averaging $120 an hour at events doing these silks parties. So um, what we do is we ship them their square reader. We 
um, they can connect that square to their bank account so they can start swiping credit cards the minute they do the silks and start making money right away. Um, we also train them. So each woman is trained um, on how to tie these in. Uh, we have developed our own tie-in method that is now patent pending, which is really exciting. Um, and so our women get all of the training, they get all of the tools, they get the ability, the swipe reader, so they can start making money. They also get a custom display case um, to hold their product in. And it's very similar to a briefcase in the sense that they just carry it wherever they go, they can pop it right open, and they can start, um, you know, doing silks, really, they can do it anywhere. So... Um, we call it a business in a box because it it is a business in a box. <laughs> so yeah. What's your vision, Noel? This this has all happened in less than a year. What is your vision for the next few years? Yeah. So my vision is I want to get these in the hands of women who feel like they don't have a way out of their current lifestyle. So. I mean, look at my story, for instance. I was fresh out of rehab. Thankfully, I don't have any, you know, anything on my record or anything like that. But I felt paralyzed. Like, I didn't know where to start when it came to finding a job. Um, and I also needed the flexibility with my kids. So I don't want to let that vision um, that I had for myself just stop. Like, I want to help other women who feel like I felt and who want a way out of whatever it is that they're in, that they, they know they need a change in their life. Um, so that is my heart for this business is to get silks in the hands of women who, you know, they don't want a limit on how much they can make. They want to go out there and connect in a safe place with other women um, and just start hustling, really. I'm a hustler. So <laughs> I will say that. You um, love that word. <laughs> I do. Um, and I mean it in the best way possible. I mean, to me, it's just a form of connection and excitement, like excitement for your life on, um, you know, the fact that, hey, we can make money too as women and um, we can connect and we can walk away at the end of the day and feel really proud about what we have to offer. So, yeah. Oh. Well, I, I certainly want to direct people to all the places where they can find out more. And if they're interested in becoming an affiliate, um, they can find all of that on your website, right? Yes, absolutely. You can find it on um, silks, S I L X global.com. Um, you can also, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Um, you can find us, you know, in those three areas and definitely I would love to hear from you. If you're interested, please reach out to me. I'm very hands-on with my affiliates. Um, you know, like I said, we have 80 plus 70 plus, I, gosh, I lost track. So many girls signing up and so many salons signing up, but I am always like, it's such a joy to me to just connect one-on-one -on -one with each person. Mm. So. Well, Noelle, thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you for 
just turning your story into something so creative, so beautiful, um, empowering. And just like you said, that joy of connecting with other women and empowering women. It's just a fabulous story. Thank you so much for sharing it with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm really, really excited and blessed just to be on the other end and be able to share some good news for Mm. once. (laughs) I love it. Love it. Thank Thank you. you. Well, friends, even though I am such an activist at heart, and I usually bring on guests who are doing various acts of of justice around the world, I loved hearing from an entrepreneur and learning a little bit more about um, what Noelle's journey has been like and to see the impact that she is having in my local community where I've seen her out and about with these silks, but also her heart for where this could go. um, It just feels endless and so exciting. Exciting. It's it's just thrilling even to imagine a 12-year-old who is funding uh, some of her passion projects because of this business in a box that Noelle has made possible. So if you are interested in learning more, you can um, find all of the places uh, where Noelle and Silks Global Uh, can be found in the links in the show notes. And I just want to ask again, if you like what you're hearing, please consider even leaving a a four or five star rating or a little quick review in iTunes. It is so helpful in generating uh, previews for other people to find the show and begin to listen and join our community. Speaking of our community, I am starting a Facebook group called the Fierce and Lovely Podcast. Uh, Please come over there and join in the conversation conversation and just continue to discuss what it looks like to be fierce and lovely as women in this great big world we find ourselves in. Thanks so much for listening. This is Beth Bruno and you've been listening to the Fierce and Lovely Podcast.